Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day and a great week this week. Looking forward to a big weekend. Weather sure is nice here in Sugarland, Texas, I'll tell you that much. Uh, big day in the markets today. This is good to see. Had a pretty decent-sized shakeout. Got a little tension with the bond market screaming higher, yields screaming higher uh, on Wednesday. Uh, of course, it was closed yesterday, but uh, the 10-year yield today did rise a bit to 1.58%. That's still pretty much chump change, isn't it, though, in the big scheme of things. Uh, but the markets don't seem to care. Again, there's just so much liquidity. This is... Uh, We've talked about it a lot here, haven't we? It's a melted bull market. We just hit extreme overbought. Time for a pause. We'll see what happens next week. Uh, we've taken some profits here along the way over the past, uh, what was it, four or five days. We took some profits on some of the, our positions that were extreme overbought, but our, our leverage ETF positions. And uh, now we're we're sitting on some cash and uh, re- ready to de- redeploy uh, when the opportunities present themselves in our VR investing system. Let's cover the markets first. Uh, first of all, I'll just tell you, I'm going to be on the, uh, the great uh, Wayne Allen Root, uh, just an amazing guy. I know you, uh, most, most listeners here know him, a good friend of ours, good friend of mine. We go back uh, almost 20 years now. Uh, he's also getting married, uh, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday uh, to his lovely fiance Cindy. And uh, going to be the, the event of the season in Vegas. Apparently, it's going to be an entire Vegas show at the wedding. And, of course, that's what you'd expect nothing less from Wayne Root, a uh, big showman. And just a great, just a great human being, really. But anyway, I'm going to be on the show tonight, uh, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on USA Radio, uh, talking about, uh, obviously, the markets, what we see happening, and talk about my interview that I did with Dr. Gavin Amy of Duke on Wednesday. I'll, I'll, I want to update you on that in a minute, too. I mean, uh, it's just, you just really can't overestimate the predictability of the left played the race card, called me a Holocaust denier. This is this is a doctor that is like ensconced in the business. Like he's he's high end. I mean this guy is Royal Academy of Sciences. This guy is Oxford trained, right? Runs the entire global health uh, public practice or whatever it's called at Duke University. Uh funded by Bill Gates in part. I mean this guy's in the system as you get, well respected and and, and resorts to Using the race card, and uh, <laughs> just and then sticking the uh, the big farmer trolls on me, and of course he's blocked me now. It took twenty seven hours to block me because he didn't like the questions that I asked him because I put him on the spot. He'd never been put on the spot before. It embarrassed him, and the follow ups have really embarrassed him. I've got more on that today. Uh, again, obviously it's something I'm very passionate about. I, I know a lot of people have moved on from coronavirus, and I don't blame anybody for doing it. But I don't I don't operate like that. I'm not built like that. You know, um, I, uh, I, I, when I smell the truth, when I, when I smell what I believe to be the truth, right, and the truth is not subjective, when I smell what I believe to be the truth and there's a story there, uh, that's the journalist in me. And I love digging and I love writing about it and I love uncovering things and I like being the first to do it. I believe that our interview with uh, Dr. Yamey was one of a kind. I've not seen another interview like it. Yeah, he filibustered. He talked... About 70% of the interview, he was just talking. And, uh, of course, that's a filibuster. That's what you do and you know you're losing. But, um, you know, I didn't want to be rude and just keep jumping over the guy. And uh, I did respect him. I did. That's past tense now after what just happened. He will apologize publicly 
to me. I can promise you that. That that will happen, uh, he, and he knows he's going to. It's just a matter of time. Uh, let's talk about the markets first. I'll get to a little bit more of this today uh, because we are primarily about investing here, of course. Uh, but the Dow Jones today, again, finishing, I think, pretty much, I think across the board, we finished about the highs of the day. It's what you want to see. We also have NASDAQ led today. We saw the semis lead today. Again, this is this is the pattern, right? These big bull markets, the, the shakeouts tend to be short-lived. Uh, but uh, I don't know, it feels to me like we've got a little more downside here. But you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. This is a great finish of the week. Dow Jones up 179, 36, back over 36,000 at 36,100. Wrapped up, by the way, uh, this week broke a, a streak of five straight weeks where the markets were higher. This week finished lower. Uh, SP 500. Was up seven tenths of a percent, up thirty three points at forty six eighty two. Our leader on the day, Nasdaq, up a, in, uh, exactly one percent, up a big one hundred fifty six points at fifteen thousand eight sixty. And uh, Russ two thousand uh, up uh, just uh, two points today. Um, let's talk about the internals uh, here. Uh, good. Uh, they were, by the way, they were Tyler covered this in detail yesterday, along with what's happening with bonds and and the uh, and, and the dollar. And, um, you know, the internals were pretty good yesterday. It, frankly, not as good today, but they were, they were good yesterday. But what we had today, it was solid across the board. I mean, it was green across the board, up advanced decline, up down volume, 52 high low. Uh, and, and, and we did have two to one, two to one up, uh, two to one positive volume in NASDAQ. Again, with up 1%, that's pretty much what you'd expect. Uh, volume was essentially flat in YSE. Advanced decline was essentially flat. NYSE, slightly positive advanced decline on NASDAQ. Again, not great readings here, but uh, but also, I mean, it was a good day. Uh, advanced decline, excuse me, new 52 highs lows came in about uh, 310 to about one oh, about 130. Uh, the sector watch today of our 11 SP 500 sectors, we had nine finished higher, two finished lower, led to the upside by communication services, technology up 1%, uh, communication services up 1.6%. To the downside, energy just down slightly, down a quarter of a percent, and that's really all that, that, that happened there. Again, good day today. Um, if I mention this on Wayne's show tonight, that is on USA Radio. You can, you can, you, if you're in Vegas or any of the, uh, the, the, the markets Wayne's in, you can listen to the local station. Of course, a lot of people just, you know, log into uh, usaradio.com. Again, I'll be on there at 730 uh, Eastern Standard Time. And yeah, we will be talking tonight a bit about Dr. Gavin Yamey because I just want to just uh, throw a couple of extra things in here. Again, you know, uh, I don't want to get into all this because it's child. It's just childish, you know, to call somebody a. He called me a a racist and a Holocaust denier, just out of nowhere because he's losing. Because you lose an argument and you're being embarrassed because I mean he is a doctor. He obviously should know these facts better than I do. He just doesn't, or he does and can't say it. You know, it's probably a combination of two because he's in the bubble. Uh, but, uh, man, to, 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 to resort to slander and really kind of vicious, like ugly stuff. I believe that when you call people a racist, uh, and a Holocaust denier, it cheapens those words. It, these words should only be used when they actually apply over serious matters because every time they get used, they're cheapened and they mean less and less. And that's why, you know, when they did it, when they called uh, Trump a Nazi over and over again, well, you call him Trump a Nazi. Look what, look at what Biden's doing, right? And, 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 you know, calling him a fascist. Wow. Well, they, that's projection, right? That's what the left does. And this is what the left does here as well. 
when they lose an argument, they get personal and they get ugly, right? And they call you these cheap names. Again, this cheapens everything historically that is important. Um, so I was, uh, I was embarrassed for him. And um, I, think he's, I think he's embarrassed. That's why he blocked me. He wanted to end the conversation. And um, while wow, 27, Tyler and I had a bet that it would take less than two days and we were right. Uh, because the facts just are not on his side. Pretty much any, I, there was only one topic during the debate, uh, during the interview, that he was right on. I mean, I'm just telling you straight up, uh, he, he's wrong on every one of these, except for the one where he agreed with me that Big Pharma has a responsibility. All this $250 billion they've made, they have a responsibility to make some things right. He did say that to his credit. But on everything else, guy's flat wrong. Flat wrong. We saw some more proof of that today. I'm going to cover it quickly uh, again because I, this is, I'm passionate about this. Without question, the medical, establishment is, the medical establishment is guilty of medical malpractice. You cannot make these kind of guarantees about these vaccines. Uh, you just can't because it's, it's not knowable. They're brand new. It's not knowable. Now, they may, they may feel really confident about it, but that's how you state it, right? We say we feel really good about these long-term and efficacy and the safety and all that. But see, folks, we're seeing the news left and right of people having real issues with these jabs. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what we're talking about. From myocarditis uh, to, uh, my God, the athletes that are, that are dropping, uh, many of them dropping dead. It's, athletes don't just drop dead. And a lot of it's happening, of course, within a couple, three weeks of the jab. So, again, we're just not getting answers to these questions. So it makes, it makes us very cynical, very skeptical. And uh, you know, the, the industry is just not going to hear it because they can't. They can't open that door because then they're really screwed. But here's what happened. Uh, just uh, Both of these uh, just happened. Uh, first of all, I found this great video. This is a CDC director. This is all over the Internet now. Three months ago, three months ago, the director of CDC, Rachel Walensky, was on MSNBC, her favorite network. Of course, they're all their favorite network. They get to go on in there and just do what Dr. Yamey did, parrot the official line. It's uh, it's just it's nauseating, isn't it? Um, anyway, she's on, and her quote was on during the interview three months ago. Quote, vaccinated people don't carry the virus and don't get sick. The if Twitter was a legitimate platform, the CDC director would be banned for putting out inherently bogus misinformation about coronavirus, wouldn't she? We all would be if we did it. Uh, and they just do it uh, patently false information to get away with it. And the reason they do is, of course, they have the blessing of Big Pharma. So they can they can really say whatever they want to. They think they can. See, this stuff sticks, though, right? This sticks. The opioid crisis should have woken the industry up. It didn't. Now they're doing worse things than then. I think this is going to be um, a very sad day in medicine in a few years from now when a lot of these folks have lost their licenses. Um, and uh, we have uh, uh, hopefully folks that are locked up at the highest levels for, for this uh, pandemic that's been pulled off here. And again, today we find out the CDC, oh, <laughs> they got a FOIA request uh, about, uh, uh, about natural immunity. And the FOIA request is give us all your documentations, all the cases where somebody that had natural immunity, they had coronavirus, and now, now they've got the antibodies, right? That's me, more than 100 million Americans. CDC was foia to say, give us all the cases of where we've, you've learned that somebody that got coronavirus and recovered, how now, now is natural immunity, either got sick again or got somebody else sick. And there's not a single case of it, not one case. This is just dropped today. You'll find it on my Twitter feed. It's all over the Internet. 
again, the CDC FOIA. Uh, this, again, just ex- exposes Gavin Yamey, uh one more time. Because that's a lie. He said a lie in our interview. He said that uh, we now know that people that have natural immunity are regularly getting reinfected and getting other people sick. Uh, I don't know his exact quote, but that, that is essentially what he said. That's just wrong. It's just a lie. It's just a lie. And I think you got to call this stuff out. And I think he should be really ashamed to get stuff this wrong. And, you know, if you're going to just purposefully lie, then don't ever do an interview with somebody like me. Because I'm not going to let you get away with it. And uh, kind of proud to say that uh, I was blocked by him because uh, that, that obviously is the clear tip of the cap that he lost this one. But it's not quite over yet. Um, and uh, what else? I think that that's enough coronavirus insanity for the day, isn't it? For the week. I think it is for me. Um, let's talk about uh, the commodity markets today. We had, uh, again, gold is uh, gold's putting on a little bit of a show here. It's now $70 above the 200-day moving average. It spiked, spiked straight up through it. And it just kept going. A GDX, the minor ETFs, done the same. Um, and we're actually starting to get some volume in, in, in these. And that's really what we need to see. We hadn't seen that so far. Uh, what, did, what, did G, what was the volume of GDX today? It was about 42 million yesterday, which is okay. Uh, see, today, yeah, 16 million, nothing. But it was kind of a quiet day here. Uh, gold today, $5 an ounce, 1868. But again, gold, the miners. Uh, above the 200-day, silver right at it, just a hair below it. Silver today up eight cents an ounce at 25.38. Copper up five cents a pound at 4.45. Oil down 78 cents a barrel at 80.81 a barrel. And finally, Bitcoin down 700 a day to uh, 64,124. Again, folks, hope you can join us tonight uh, on the Wayne Root Show at 7:30 Eastern, USAradio.com. And if not, Leo, have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.